It's DTS 210. We have Game Informer Forsaken News, The Return of Bounties, Update 123, Nathan Fillion not playing Cade in the Forsaken expansion, and Guardian Con raising over $2.7 million for St. Jude before the event even began. All that and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny The Show. What's good, everybody? Welcome to the DTS Podcast. I am BBK Dragoon. I'm joined, as always, by my great co-host, Diddy. What is up, my man? How are things in your part of the world? Things are going really well. I Today, this afternoon, right before the show, I worked out for the first time in a really long time. How'd it feel? Uh, I don't feel it yet, but I will tomorrow morning. <laughs> is this a, a start of something new, perhaps? I know you guys, you get outside a lot with the dogs, and you hike, and you walk quite a bit with the animals. It keeps you active, but is this yeah. something different? Yeah, but th- that, so with the hikes, it's not really like a fat-burning thing, um, or, you know, getting your endurance up. It's just walking, really. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, I, I wanted to be more active this year, and be healthier moving forward especially you know moving into the wedding we gotta look good so that's right so you're, you're you've got ribbons. a few months to get ripped huh and then of course i say that i'm cooking uh, a meat lasagna in the oven right now so <laughs> oh with lots of cheese i hope it smells really good well it's a frozen lasagna from trader joe's rub it in rub it in and to the guy who doesn't have trader joe's here did he yep it's super amazing and uh it smells so good right now i just I want to stop the show and eat it right now. Dude, I want to be over there. I want to crack a beer with you, crack a cold one, you know, with the boys. One of these days. Yeah, yeah. one of these days, dude. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to probably go get Mexican food after this, I think. There's uh, nice kind of some fast food Mexican not too not too far away from me. But, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a good week here as well. Doing a lot of mountain biking, shameless self-promotion. If you guys like mountain biking photos, you can check me out on Instagram.com slash Dragoon. That's been what's keeping up my time here in the summer months for sure. And then kind of a lighter news week, but plenty of stuff to talk about today, especially with a destiny theme show. Thanks to everybody who there was a lot of love on the Tenocon show last week, Diddy. I think we're up there near was, four yeah. or five thousand views on YouTube, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you guys so much. And dude, super hyped on Warframe right now. I'm gonna continue just recommending to listeners. There's a calm coming before that Forsaken Storm if you are a Destiny player or you like looter shooters or you just like listening to the show. I think you might want to try some Warframe. It's a pretty good place right now. So, all right, let's It is in a really good spot. I patched it today at lunch, so I'll be able to play it after the show today. Nice. Every once in a while you get those like, do you want to optimize the load files? This will take a while. And I'm like, oh, you know it. I got to be the first one to load into that planet. Warframe. Uh, Man, there are some games on my hard drive on my PC that could really use some optimization because they're just huge at this point. Killing Floor 2 is not huge, but its initial launch and load time is wicked. So on that note, uh, kind of sidetracked but kind of related, we swapped Stanix computer case this, this weekend, this past weekend. Yeah. So it's now a smaller mini ITX case. And uh, I made one fatal error. I told her that, yo, yeah, it'll be no problem. All your stuff will fit in the new case. Um, it doesn't support three and a half inch hard drives. Wah. So uh, I was like, uh, you're going to need to buy a solid state drive. 
And so, she probably looked back at you and went, no, you're going to need to buy me yeah, a sausage. <laughs> exactly. So it was like $200. And so we got her one. Oh, and it's, so I also bought a drive bay duplicator. So to copy all the files over. So it made it really easy. That was only $30. And I wanted one anyways. And Killing Floor 2 load time on a solid state is super quick. Is it really? Like, I want to look at it what a is, drive bay duplicator is. It is, is. insane. Oh, that's cool how much of a difference it makes because if you never played killing floor two before on the pc it takes like five or ten minutes to load for whatever reason but if you put it on a solid state drive it loads within a normal amount of time that's pretty cool yeah and that game also by the way very very fun i hope you guys get a chance to pick it up on the steam summer sale all right let's hop into the news my man it's that time of the year where Bungie's paying Game Informer some exclusive money for that exclusive world premiere footage. Diddy, what are they doing with Forsaken? I mean, they're just all the Forsaken footage that you could ever want and information about the new exotics that are coming out are all over on Game Informer. Um, we, there's too much for us to cover in the show today. I just If you go over to GameInformer.com and you search for Forsaken, I'm just looking right here on the search results. New gameplay today, second campaign mission, next update adds bounties, Oh, that's uh never mind. That's talking about the twab. But for Forsaken, uh, scorn are a different type of enemy. So the scorn are the race type, I believe, and then like an in-depth look at new supers and subclass branches. All that kind of stuff is all over on Game Informer, and uh, I've been reading up on it, and it's really looking good. Yeah. So if you're still hyped on Destiny Two, don't look at this while you're at work. You're gonna go down a rabbit hole. And if you're not super hyped on Destiny Two, just probably avoid it, and then come back when Forsaken's closer to coming out, right? Yep, exactly. Awesome. Uh, we'll have a link to that on our website, destinytheshow.com. Let's talk about the TWAB. Diddy, this Tuesday, update 1.2.3, the easiest update to ever remember, 1.2.3, is coming out, and it brings with it a lot of stuff we talked about in two weeks ago's show. So 6v6 quick play across the board, the return of Rumble as a permanent addition, plenty Ooh. of like rock-solid quality of life changes that you and I are both in support of, and the return of bounties, Diddy. The Destiny 1 launch feature that's making its return in D2. Should I be excited? New and slightly improved. <laughs> I'm going to hit on that question after we read Tyson Green's statement on these because I don't know if they are slightly improved. Senior design lead Tyson Green came to the TWAB and had this to say. With the original launch of Destiny... Bounties provided a set of daily objectives that players could use to advance faction rep or earn XP to level up their gear. These were removed to streamline the activity experience in Destiny 2 and reduce the number of chores that players felt compelled to complete every day. In retrospect, we realized that was an overcorrection, and optional <laughs> daily objectives to achieve specific goals are something we want to restore. Can we just pause right there before I read the rest of the quote, Diddy? Like, how hard he's choking on the inability to say, we screwed up. Yeah, it was... <laughs> anytime someone says, oh, yeah, that was an overcorrection, is a really polite way of saying, oh, yeah, uh, that was a screw-up. <laughs> we wanted to reduce the number of chores. I'm sorry, last time I checked, daily incentives to play games. Yes, there are some that come across as chores, I don't remember bounties ever being a chore or something I dreaded in D1. Do you? Yeah, I mean, it's it's really how the developer looks at all these mechanics and how the community looks at all these mechanics. And it's like, 
potato potato you know which which one is gonna i mean potato potato <laughs> i know that's the phrase but i intentionally said potato potato because it's like come on guys it's it's not a chore like it's not required for us to play the game it's an option and it it's a daily incentive to play the game it would didn't I never thought bounties felt like a chore, in Thank my opinion. Some of them I avoided because I didn't want to do them, but I, I avoided them because I didn't want to have them become a chore. So it was fine in the first place, in my opinion. Think about the framing of this, where the precursor to Bounties and Destiny wore the daily challenges and the weekly challenge in Halo Reach. I mean, very, very similar systems. And for those who are engaged with Reach on a daily basis, those daily challenges were ways to get extra credits and if you're playing each day they were kind of fun me and m Vito for three months straight did every single daily and weekly challenge in reach and it was a blast and you got a lot of credits obviously somebody who's not like super engaged with reach isn't going to care but when you hear daily challenges that's a much nicer framing than the idea where we thought bounties were too much of a chore anyway <laughs> i don't want to get too you know side tangent tangent on this but uh, continuing with the quote the bounties returning to Destiny 2 and Update 123 are a return to most of the properties of bounties in the Taken King. They will be obtained from a variety of vendors. They will generally award XP and faction reputation, though some will offer even better rewards. It can be redeemed in the field to immediately claim your rewards. In Forsaken, you may also see some bounties drop in the wild. There are two new mechanics. Bounties will expire if left uncompleted and acquiring them will cost a small amount of glimmer. We wanted to avoid the grab every bounty you see until your inventory is packed and sort them out later experience without constraining players to the tiny inventory they found in previous iterations of the game. In Forsaken, more vendors will have more bounties on offer, and some will provide legendary or better rewards for completing them. End quote, Diddy. Okay. What do you want to pick out here before I talk about some of the, the points that stood out to me in this? Because I think the return to bounties to Destiny 2 is a big deal. And I don't think the short explanation really... Well, how should I phrase it, Diddy? Like, I, I don't know if it handled it with the respect more. that it deserves. We want more details. This is update. This is coming in an update soon. Tell me more. I... I know there'll probably be patch notes, but this is the chance. This is the platform to explain what you're doing and why you're doing introducing bounties into Destiny 2. This is it's too vague. Now, I will say I really like how uh, the two, uh, not the two new mechanics, but the fact that we can redeem them immediately in the field yeah. to get the rewards. I really like that. And I really like how the bounties some of the bounties are going to drop in the wild so as i'm playing i'll see that objective come up and like oh it's kind of like a patrol mission that just randomly appears up right yeah you get that specific reward i like that but the two new mechanics i'm scratching my head at because yeah, yeah. Uh, bounties expiring like what's the time frame on that that gives me too many questions right and then the bounties requiring a small amount of glimmer i mean i know we're not hurting for glimmer right now but I, why? Yeah. I understand, I think, what I was trying to say. This is the first sort of TWAB where we're getting to glimpse behind the curtain at updates to the investment and engagement loops. Es essentially, what the engagement economy can do to improve in Forsaken, and I would argue for most players, the, the system they want to see improved most of all 
is incentivizing players to come back into the game day after day, week after week. And even though Destiny 1 wasn't a crazy, robust, insane, in-depth kind of a game, it had a very voracious community who played it very regularly. I think we could probably say quite clearly D1 over time had a much more committed and engaged investment loop than D2. Is that fair to say? Yep. And this short little update on bounties returning to the game, that's what I mean when I think it's a bigger deal than just the few little chores we're going to do day to day. Notice how I used his word, chores. (laughs) Uh, This is your first chance, man, to really sell me on the fact that you're improving your investment loop. So here's the the questions I want to pose for the listeners, for you and I. Isn't a big point of a sequel to refine and improve upon the original. So how does this new system push bounties forward in a positive and progressive way? What creative opportunities has, let's say, the new engine in D2 or the updated engine in D2 allowed you, Bungie, and the team when you're developing and implementing these bounties and daily incentives back into the game? And finally, how can bounties better be used to creative uh, to create an addictive and rewarding economy within the looter shooter? Those are the kind of questions that I would have wanted you know, the community manager to focus on when he put this piece together for the TWAB, right? This is your first piece of press about what we can expect for the Forsaken investment loop and the reward economy. I'm just saying when I read this, I hear we're putting bounties back in the game. It's very similar to D1, uh, except for these two things, like you said, redeemable in the field. They expire and now they cost a little bit of glimmer. How does this really capitalize or improve on a a way that you could step the bounty system forward in a way that you never could in D1, right? Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, the fact that they cost Glimmer, right? So I have to, instead of just going to a vendor and buying an item for shards or Glimmer, I have to buy this bounty, do this thing that costs 20 minutes of my time, and then get a random piece of gear. I don't know. I think overall, the introduction of bounties is obviously a net positive to the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Destiny Destiny 2 definitely needs something like this, right? Yeah. It's just that since we are seasoned Destiny players and we experience bounties in Destiny 1, we're kind of questioning some of these improvements, quote-unquote improvements, that they're adding to them. I guess it's just hard to be excited if a system that came out in 2014 returns to this game in almost identical format and fashion and... One of the biggest weaknesses of D2 is this sector. And so it's just an opportunity, a communication opportunity to, to get people super stoked. And if you guys sound really excited about this return of this feature and the cool things that you can do with it, we're going to be pretty excited as well to test this thing out. But when you come out and just go, this is the chef's dish that you've had a lot of times before. We know you like it. So we're just bringing it back as is. And I don't know. It doesn't carry the same enthusiasm. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is the uh, the Crunchwrap Supreme Limited Edition that we brought back after <laughs> six months of it not being on our menu. Uh, you can also use it with guacamole, but it's going to cost you 50 cents. You know, it's always worth the guac. That's what that's something I'm realizing, <laughs> Diddy, as I get closer to the... Oh, I'm, I'm in late 20s, okay, right? I'm starting more and more and, and just to, to live life to the fullest. Yes, I know the guac's a buck extra, sir. Put it on the burrito. <laughs> you know what? I live once, so I'm going to live it with guac. Uh, <laughs> that was a really stupid side tangent there. Other than that, <laughs> update one, two, three, man, uh, it's going to be cool. I think for people who are 
enjoying Destiny 2 this summer, it's going to offer some really cool things that will probably aid in your engagement this summer. If you're not enjoying D2, if you're on the sidelines or playing other games, I probably, I don't think I'm going to be coming back very much for 1, 2, 3, and I would say similar for most people, right? Mm-hmm, yep. Okay, so you brought this next article to my attention. Drive the boat, sir. <laughs> Nathan Fillion does not play Cade in Forsaken. <gasps> this is a uh, Kotaku article that came out very recently. Uh, actually, today, as we're recording the show, this was Jason Schreier over at Kotaku uh, today, Monday night, um, about how Nathan Fillion essentially was a little bit too busy to play Cade 6 in Forsaken. Obviously, Cade 6, we know that he dies in Forsaken, and that might happen at the very beginning, but he still did not voice any of the lines that Cade 6 has in Forsaken, and he says that it's actually Nolan North yeah. in 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 Forsaken. So we'll see how that goes, right? Yeah, so short history lesson. Good old Peter Dinklage was the voice of our ghost for about half of Destiny 1. And then mm-hmm. they brought in Nolan North to voice uh, our ghost and re-recorded all of the original lines and pulled Dinklage, his lines, out of the game. Nolan North being a super well-known uh, voice actor, probably most recognizable from the Uncharted series, wouldn't you say? Nathan Drake? Mm-hmm, right. So he's a great voice actor, but I am kind of shocked to hear this, and it sounds like Nathan Fillion was too busy traveling to be able to work it out, or maybe uh, we don't know. I don't know if the pay wasn't right or what the deal was, but... So it's actually really funny that we mentioned he's most known for Uncharted because Nathan Fillion in this exact same article was also talking about how he plays uh, Nathan Drake in a Uncharted short film. <laughs> so they're like playing each other's parts. That's really funny. It's odd. He he's He's in so many games. If you look at his IMDb page, it's pretty... It's pretty stacked, too. Um, yeah. So I guess take that how you will. I got nothing else to add to it, did he? <laughs> Other I mean, than I'm shameless surprised. Self, shameless self-promotion. If you want to hear all of those Peter Dinklage lines, I have a super cut of all of Peter Dinklage's lines that I could find when I played Destiny 1. Uh, and I released that right the day that, I think it was the Taken King or Rise of Iron, I can't remember, um, that they made that swap. So it's uh, 34 minutes long if you want to go check it out on my channel. YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. Forever Dinklage. I wish, even if I had to buy a Dinklage DLC patch, I would. The Dinklage <laughs> yes. voice pack. Is the meme worthiness was too good. Um, let's talk about Guardian Con. They raised over $2.7 million for St. Jude's, uh, and that was all just during the course of the actual stream. And when we reported on it last week, Diddy, it was, what, $1.7 million? So... They really yeah, 1.5, it. I think, was where we were at. Yep. Yeah, and I'm uh, going to quote the article here. Paul Tassi over at Forbes saying, Expanding past Destiny alone, Guardian Con raised $2.7 million for charity before the event began. And 2.7 was the goal for what they wanted to raise because that's enough money to run the hospital for a single day. And dang, <laughs> I'm just, I'm blown away by the amount of talent that they were able to bring into this thing, Ninja being the final streaming block of the event before the actual physical Guardian con. And I don't know. It's just so darn cool to see fantastic people leading up this stream 
helping a great cause and how much it's expanded. And now Guardian Con, it's way more than just Destiny. You have Realm, Roy- Realm-, Realm Royale there. You have Warframe. You had a lot of other games and different influencers from different communities involved with that. And I foresee Diddy this becoming a lot maybe like a PAX where it's just a household name for gamers. And this is the this big deal that you look forward to each year, you know? Right. Yeah, it's it was crazy. I was again I was watching Ninja as he was streaming. And he, in his block, he got a $100,000 anonymous donation Hmm. to push it over $2.7 million in the final stretch. Uh, Of course, it was anonymous. Uh, People were saying it was Drake. I believe it was Epic Games that uh, made that donation because he's Ninja has just done so much for their uh, for their community. And I think it makes the most sense, in my opinion. (laughs) So maybe. We will see after this. We will see Epic Games at a future Guardian Con as well, uh, featured just like Warframe and and Bungie and uh, Realm Royale, just like those were featured as well. I I think it's kind of funny when you look back. Originally, I believe didn't they want to call it Destiny Con? That was like the original branding yep. for the event. Mm-hmm. And Activision reached out and basically it was said, uh, the first one was Destiny Community Con, I think DCC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Activision reached out and said, hey our intellectual property we've got to defend it's a cool event but we can't let you run with that and it ultimately became guardian con and now you really you look at the name and you look at the charity it's associated with and you look at how it's expanded to so many different games and it's kind of a blessing in disguise honestly the way it worked out because guardian con at least from a branding perspective really gets to expand and grow into it's already, if you look at the list of those who participated in the stream, it, it covers so many different genres and different types of games and giant streamers. I mean, everything from like Achievement Hunter to Tim the Tatman, you had Ninja in there, Golden Boy, Warframe, all that stuff, Bajira, WoW streamer. Like it's, it is really cool. And I'm imagining next year, why not make a two-week charity stream for Guardian Con, dude? I mean, what, what are they going to do? Three, four million dollars next year? <laughs> Yeah, they said that their next goal was $3 million. I mean, that's cool. It's They were $2 million last year, and then $1 million was their goal the year before that. So they're, it's it's a big deal. Yeah. Well, on that note, Diddy, I think that's probably going to wrap up DTS 210. Uh, for right now, those who are enjoying Destiny 2, you've got that Forsaken footage on Game Informer to check out. You've got Update 123 coming this week. And then for those of you guys who are maybe looking for something fresh, again, I'll repeat, Check out Warframe right now. This is a fantastic time to get in. Start your account. Start playing. Get ready for Fortuna, which is coming this autumn. And I can't believe it, Diddy, but we're almost at August. And before you know it, September is going to be here. And we've got that Solstice of Heroes event coming up. And you blink, and uh, you're going to be married before you know it. <laughs> yep, that will be October. You are correct. Interesting. Yep. I look I look forward to that month, good sir. I look forward to it with anticipation. <laughs> So yep. uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. It will. Uh, where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS D I T T Y T T S and YouTube.com slash Wooshness W O O O S H N E S S where you can check out the Dinklebot Supercut. Boom. I'm gonna put that in the show notes on our website, destinytheshow.com for all the links from today and more. You can follow us on Twitter at Destiny the Show if you just want to see a tweet whenever the show goes live. That's literally the only thing we tweet out on that account. And <laughs> you can follow me 
on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at BBK Dragoon. I think that's all the links, Diddy. I think that's the show. Oh, wait. If you want to join the conversation, hop in our Discord over a thousand members strong at discord.me slash destiny the show. Boom, Diddy. Nailed it. Hope everybody has a great weekend and rest of the week because it's it's Monday. All right. With that, I'm out. Diddy, adios. Adios. Adios.